This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her. It's Protector. Yeah, it's like that. It's a thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared to protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. All right, Nick, you ready? Yes. Yep. Take one. Sorry, no. <laughs> What is it? Is it typically like you need to say the name of the show? Say, How do you this do is it? the best one yet. Take one. No, sorry. This is the best one yet. Scene one, take 26, and action. Rolling. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Wednesday. Ceviche Wednesday, <laughs> September 20th. And today's pod is the best one yet. This. This is a T-boy, Jack. Stocks dipped a tad yesterday, but more importantly. Talk to me, Jack. We're in the Hollywood Hills right you now. Are glowing over there. Have you had a little work done since we've been here? Are your ribs okay? Because I bear hugged you when I saw you in the airport. Nip tuck this little <laughs> microphone, Jack. First story, what do we got for the pod live from lovely Los Angeles? For our first story, Disney just announced a $60 billion theme park plan that we're calling Miconomic Stimulus. Miconomic Stimulus, because the most Instagrammed place on earth it's Disney World. For our second story, we're looking at Natural Cycles. This is a birth control app that just got a crucial FDA approval. Yetis, your Apple Watch now knows when you're fertile. And our third and final story, if you're tweeting right now, you may have to start paying for it soon. Because Elon Musk wants to make X the first major social network fully paywalled. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but yet yeah, it is before we hit that fantastic Stuck mix of stories. landing, Jack. Perfect. Love the mix Important today. news bulletin. Yes. We have found her. We have found the biggest party pooper 
of all time. Now, by we, I mean CNBC. (laughs) CNBC found financially the biggest party pooper on earth. They found quantifiably the biggest party pooper of parties in the world. Her name is Naba (laughs) Banarji. And she's the person at Airbnb in charge of enforcing their party ban. This product manager holds the world record. Talk to me, Jack. What kind of numbers? She has blocked 320,000 parties. (sighs) Jack, can you sprinkle on a little context for us there? During the pandemic, we covered it on this pod. Airbnb decided to crack down on parties. Because that kegger in Key West (laughs) was a super spreader event. But last year, Airbnb decided to make that party ban permanent. COVID or no COVID, neighbors don't like a 20-person bachelorette as a banger next door. So Airbnb wasn't just a party pooper. No. They were a party pooper with a purpose. And this one human, Naba, led that initiative. Now, Nick, she didn't ban 320,000 parties by herself. That's a good point. What did she do, Jack? The artificial intelligence helped her. Because she designed an anti-party AI that took care of everything. This AI recognizes patterns on Airbnb descriptions yeah, and then hunts down repeat party houses. Yeah, these, this AI could sniff out a beer pong table. And once it tracks them down, it kicks those properties off the platform. Besties, this AI could probably tell if you turned up the stereo too clear all the way up. Add it all up and the number of parties on Airbnb is down 55% in the past and two years. 320,000 guests have been blocked from the party. Airbnb is partyless at this point. And that's why Nava may be the world's biggest party pooper of if all. If your party got pooped, yes, Jack. it's probably because Nava nabbed it. Jack, let's hit our three stories. That already was a story. <laughs> that was like amazing. <laughs> years before this song two boys from the northeast met in the dorm they had an idea to cause a cultural storm it's the best one yet but the best is the norm jack nick that's it i don't even think they need to practice 50 percent that's a fat tip t-boy city on your at list if you know you know because we ready to go we can't wait no more so just start the show For our first story, Disney is struggling right now. So Disney is launching what Jack and I are calling... Disney Stimulus. The Economic Stimulus the Package. The Economic Stimulus Package. It's a crazy $60 billion plan to double down on Disney's profit puppy, theme parks. But first, Yetis, breaking news from Orlando. You may have heard that a live wild black bear snuck into the Magic Kingdom. Like, we're not kidding. There was a bear roaming around Disney World, like, scaring Look, patrons. It's, it's Baloo from the Jungle Book. But Yetis, this isn't a story about the real bear in Disney World. Which they safely returned to its natural habitat. Our story is about Disney's stock, which is literally a bear. That's right, because Disney stock is down by 27% since February. Because Disney's cable TV networks are dying and their box office has been flopping. And the thing to replace cable TV and movie theaters? Streaming? Disney Plus? That's still not profitable either. That weakness, Yetis, is why Disney stock has fallen hugely. Disney is now worth less than Netflix's. Which are both stocks that you own, I believe. Correct. (laughs) At least Netflix is up there. (laughs) Jack's got a media bundle of stocks (laughs) in his portfolio. But the next announcement that Disney made yesterday was truly shocking. Okay, Jack and I got on the flights to go to Los Angeles and we saw this headline. We're like, oh, we're covering this story. I downloaded the article as a PDF in case my flight didn't have Wi-Fi. Get this, Yetis. Disney just announced that it will double spending on theme parks and cruises to 60 billion dollars. That's like half of Disney's entire corporate value 
They're going to spend it over the next 10 years on cruise ships and theme parks. It's like Epcot's Congress passed a economic stimulus package. $60 billion of spending by Disney over the next 10 years. Uh, call Tom Woms again. We got a project for you to run, Tom. $60 billion. That is enough money to build 30 Yankee Stadium. $60 billion is 15 lifts. Now, we know what you're thinking listeners in Deutschland. $60 billion is the GDP of Costa Rica. Is Disney building Disney Welt in Deutschland? No, they're not. And we know what you're also thinking. Is Disney building O Mundo da Disney in Brazil? No, they're not doing that either. Instead of building brand new theme parks in new countries, Disney is going to add even more themes to their existing resorts. Because get this, how much land does Disney have that they're not even using, Jack? Disney has a thousand acres of undeveloped land on their existing six resorts right now. Disney just has land that they haven't done anything with. But now they're going to do something. Disney teased yesterday that they might build a Zootopia world or a Coco Land or Wakanda forever. Disney is basically building the 51st state and they're going to make Goofy the governor. <laughs> and Disney is also going to build a new theme park on water. Yes, Jack. And what are those? Cruise ships. Yeah, cruise ships. They're the aircraft carriers of the entertainment industry. And Disney's going to build a bunch more of them for their fleet. <laughs> now, Yetis, we know what you're thinking here. Why are they spending so much money on theme parks like the old school physical stuff? Here's the numbers Disney showed Wall Street to back this plan up. Get this. Turns out 100 million people go to Disney parks and cruises every single year. But Disney's research shows the actual market size for Disney theme parks is 700 million people. 700 million people they expect to so go to their Disney theme parks. So Disney thinks they can 7X the number of visitors to their theme parks and cruises if they execute this plan right. That is some economic stimulus. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Disney World? When in doubt, double down on your strength. Yeti, you know what the most Instagrammed place on earth is? The Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's close, you're close, you're close. It's not the Eiffel Tower, and sadly, it's not the Brooklyn Bridge, Jack. It's actually the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. For the past 10 years, Disney's built amusement parks for each piece of major IP that they own at their parks. In Orlando, Florida, you can go to an Avengers theme park, a Star Wars theme park. Avatar has its own world. Apparently Cars. Yeah. Like, Cars has Here its own. Here in L.A., in Anaheim. It has its own theme park. And guess what? Frozen? Disney is building an Arendelle Castle, real life sized in Tokyo. Well, it feels like it should be in Canada, but let's roll with it, Jack. Agreed. And Yetis, those investments have paid off. Because those investments in theme parks have 5x their theme park profits over just the past 10 years. So Disney's deciding, let's do it again. Yeah, they're going to feed their profit puppy some Disney-branded puppy chow. With what we're calling economic stimulus. Because Disney's empire is in doubt, so Disney is doubling down on its strength. For our second story, the FDA just approved birth control... On the Apple Watch. That's right. Not condoms. No. Not a pill. No. Just look at your wrist. Here's something no one really tells you, but like for years you try to not have a baby, and then when you try to have a baby, it can actually be like really hard to have a baby. Right. So let's introduce some biological context to this story. Can you sprinkle it on for us, Jack? A woman is actually only fertile for six days of each cycle. That's it. That's it. It's only six days out of the whole month when you can actually get pregnant. So if you could accurately know what six days it's going to be. Then that would be good to know if you're trying to conceive. And that would also be good to know if you're not trying to conceive. It's kind of just good to know for everybody. What are the six days that fertility is happening? That date is really valuable. In fact, 
it seems like it's worth about $150 million based on this startup's valuation. Yeah, because this story is about Natural Cycles, a Swedish fertility startup that helps you find those six days. And they hit $150 million valuation because they seem to have found those days. Natural Cycles says that you can do birth control effectively with no hormones and no condoms either. And here's how they do it. This is where it gets interesting. By measuring the temperature of your body, they can determine whether you're fertile. Because the body temperature rises as you're ovulating, so that's when you're fertile. But here's the interesting problem that they've faced. To measure your body temperature and figure out if you're ovulating, you have to take your temperature at the same time, every day, the same way. Okay, so the app works, the software works, but that's kind of an interesting friction that's in it. Because you gotta wake up in the morning, grab the thermometer from your bedside table and put it in. That's a risk that you do it inconsistently or mess up. It introduces human error risk. Which brings us to this big news from yesterday. The FDA just approved Natural Cycles fertility software for the Apple Watch. That's a big deal. It is. It means you don't have to use a thermometer in your bedside table. You can just leave your Apple Watch on at night. It means we may have the first ever hands-free birth control. Because the Apple Watch can measure your body's temperature very accurately and catch the tiny changes that happen while you're sleeping. And then the Natural Cycles app is going to analyze that data and give you a simple yes or no to tell you if you're fertile. That's right. With the Apple Watch and the Natural Cycles app, it'll be green if you're fertile, it'll be red if you're not fertile. And apparently this is 98% clinically effective with the perfect use. Or 93% effective if used the way that people typically use it. But the- Jack and I saw this story and we were like, we've just haven't seen a technology developed like this. We, we just didn't expect this. Yeah, for the first time, it's software not hardware or a physical thing that manages your family planning. This is wearable birth control with wearable technology. It lets you prevent or plan a pregnancy just by looking at your wrist every morning. Now, we should point out that the Aura Ring, another startup wearable, is also FDA approved for use with natural cycles. But there's way more Apple Watches on people's wrists than Aura Rings on people's fingers. They sold 50 million Apple Watches just last year. So this FDA approval has a bigger potential impact. So Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies over in tech? Platforms are all about their potential. Yeah, it is funny thing. A few years ago, when the Apple Watch first came out, its most powerful feature was text notification. Oh, great. I got a text message. My phone already told me that. People weren't that excited about it, to be And honest. then you got the button on your Apple Watch that lets you skip songs. Which was wow. like, kind of cool for your father-in-law. But now, the ability to plan your family as accurately as with a birth control Let pill? Let that sink in. Sit down, stand up. And just sit down. Without having to take a pill or take your temperature or introduce hormones or use protection. Yeah, these natural cycles brought the innovation with their software. But Apple brought the scale with its hardware. Like the iPhone, the Apple Watch is a platform. And platforms are all about potential. Canva. Six years ago, Nick and I were designing the pitch deck for our media company. Yeah, we didn't want it to look like some amateur college PowerPoint. We wanted to impress investors. So we made our first pitch deck on Canva. Canva is the easy-to-use online design platform for presentations, social media posts, physical flyers, anything you can design. Canva turns you into a digital da Vinci, delighting your audience with design. They got these color palettes that you can use. It makes your work look beautiful. We used presentation templates that were available for free and then customized them for our company. And guess what? That summer, we sold that company, Market Snacks, thanks to the deck we built with Canva. Oh, and funny thing, we still use Canva today for all our design projects. So, Yetis, start designing today at canva.com. Canva designed for work.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottle it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yetis, bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. For our third and final story, Twitter, I mean X, could become the first social media platform to require a paid subscription. Elon thinks a paywall, paywall will kill two Twitter birds with one stone. But Yetis, Jack and I were thinking about it. And honestly, Elon has basically become a country, yeah. right? Yeah. Elon controls the world's preeminent electric car company. Yes. He controls the only rocket company putting people in space. Yes. And he controls the one global free peach platform. I can't speak. <laughs> it was a free speech, please, <laughs> platform. You, thank Add you. it all up, Yetis, and that, that's an economy of businesses. And that's why Elon just had a chat with Turkey's President Erdogan at the United Nations on Monday. And that's why the same day, Elon had another chat with Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, about hate speech on X. Elon's basically an ambassador of his own country. But then Elon dropped this nugget that the business world did not expect. While he was talking to Netanyahu, he said that X will soon put up a paywall. What does that mean exactly, Jack? It means to use Twitter, you'd have to pay. Yeah. To scroll Twitter, you'd have to pay. To tweet on Twitter, you'd have to pay. To like or retweet, you'd have to pay. You want to do anything involving the letter X or a tweeting bird, you are paying money. Elon said in the live chat with Netanyahu that all users will have to pay a small monthly subscription in order to view tweets or to tweet. Now, we should offer a quick Elon disclosure, Jack. Yeah, just because Elon said he's going to do that doesn't mean he'll actually do that. Yeah, those robo-taxi Teslas, we're, we're still waiting. You need a couple big scoops of salt. To sprinkle on that one. <laughs> but Yetis, here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. Elon cited one reason why everyone may have to pay for Twitter for the first time ever. The reason Twitter might get a paywall is bots. Bots. Elon said a cheap subscription, maybe like a eh, dollar a month. That is the only thing he can think of that will combat the vast armies of Twitter bots. And if you think about it, if each X account required a linked payment card, then it would be costlier to make fake accounts on Twitter. Yeah, like user at DKV89KR78 is probably not throwing down a MasterCard to keep on using X. No, because that account is a bot, probably one of a thousand that was made. And that user with no picture, no bio, and zero followers, probably not registering their Amex to keep on using Twitter. Because they're a bot, too. So that's the key thing here, Yetis. From Elon's point of view, a small subscription actually kills two Twitter birds with one stone. A full-on Twitter paywall could add revenue and eliminate bots at the same time. Both revenue and kill the bots. That's two wins. But there's one huge potential downside <laughs> oh, here. Jack, you want to whip it up for us? He's trying to get bots to not pay, 
But what if real humans don't pay either? Yeah, so what Jack and I are saying here, Yetis, is that this could make money for Twitter as revenue. But it could also lose half the user base because they simply don't want to pay. You got rid of a lot of fake bots, but you also got rid of a lot of real humans too. A paywall is a blunt way to kill bots. There must be another way. There must be another way. And that way is our takeaway. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at X? The other way to get rid of bots is the LinkedIn way. Yetis, you know who doesn't have as much of a bot problem right now? It's actually LinkedIn. One year ago, LinkedIn started letting people verify their accounts for free. They would cross-reference your name and picture with your government ID. In April, LinkedIn let you verify where you work and get a badge to show that verification too. Those two measures improve authenticity on the LinkedIn platform, and they seem to be working. Now, funny thing, Yetis, LinkedIn doesn't charge for those verifications. In fact, it actually costs LinkedIn money to offer the verifications for free. And that shows the two different business strategies to solve the same bot problem. On the one hand, Elon's blunt subscription would smash the bots. Or LinkedIn's precise verification to prevent them. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us and some citrus for Ceviche Wednesday? Theme parks and cruises are Disney's most profitable business, so it's investing another $60 billion to make them even stronger. It's economic stimulus. When in doubt, double down on your strengths. For our second story, the Natural Cycles app and Apple Watch have FDA approval to tell you when you're fertile. Just by looking at your wrist, because platforms are about potential. And our third and final story, to kill bots... Twitter may become the first social media platform to make everyone pay. But there is another way to kill bots, and that way is our takeaway, the LinkedIn way. Down by the bay. No way. What do you say? I got all day. No, you hang up. But this pod's not over yet, Yetis. Here's what else you need to know today. First, Instacart IPO'd yesterday, like we told you, and the stock jumped 12% on the first day of trading. You can now literally buy the Instacart stock like it was chicken stock. And second, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky flew to New York City, all the way to New York, to address the UN in person yesterday. And he called Putin's actions in Ukraine a genocide. And finally, singer Katy Perry just sold her entire music catalog for $225 million. The deal closed last Friday night. She joins the long list of musicians selling their music for over $100 million to big Wall Street buyers. Literally a teenage dream. Now time for the best fact yet. This one whipped up by Jack and me in the back of an Uber on the way to our studio in Los Angeles. Apparently holidays are right around the corner. Yes, Jack. Amazon just announced they're adding 250,000 temporary workers to handle the extra packages over the holidays. can you sprinkle on more context to the number 250,000 workers? If Amazon's temporary workforce were a company, it would be number 23 on the list of companies with the most employees. Why don't you throw a little more context on us? Amazon's temporary workforce these holidays is bigger than Apple's full-time workforce and Meta's full-time workforce Combined. Combined. <laughs> Yetis, you look fantastic in the middle of the week. Jack, you're looking fantastic in person. Let's go. Are we got to go to the game? Dodgers we gotta, game. We got a game to go to. I've been to Fenway Park. Yes. I've been to Wrigley Field. Every one of them. The third oldest Ooh. Major League Baseball ballpark. Talk to me. Is Dodger okay, Stadium. Okay, we got to go. But I know your rule about going to baseball games. Oh, yeah. yeah. I always get like. 
fried chicken. No, fried no, 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 no. That's not your rule. You only get fried oh, food yeah. at baseball games. It's the only time you do it. I get French fries. I get chicken fingers. I get a lot of ketchup packages. Yeti, sorry. We got to go. It's cheat night for Jack and me. <laughs> Let's hit the fryer, baby. Nick and I, we'll see you tomorrow. We will supersize it. Before we go, a happy birthday to Yeti Vasco Ferreira in Porto, Portugal. He just had his birthday and his daughter's birth just one day apart. Mid-September, it's birthday season. And happy birthday to Alexandra Green down in New York City. And Chase Carlson just gave us the coordinates of their birthday. It's in Northwest New Jersey. <laughs> happy birthday to Ada Sang, who's turning 41 in Orange County. And Carmen McKay, happy birthday down in Birmingham, Alabama. Congratulations to Ava Brickman from New York City, who just moved from investment banking to private equity. Not for the money, she did it for the fun. And the money. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations and an early shout out to Brett Benedettini, who's about to run his very first marathon over in Detroit. And congratulations to Brian Gorman, who just got his first million dollar sale in Astoria, Queens. That's a win to celebrate. And drinks are on Brian. Yes, they yeah. are. <laughs> This is Jack. I own stock of Amazon, Disney, and Netflix, and Nick and I both own stock of Apple and Spotify. This is Jack, and I'm overexposed. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and scene. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, Tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. We want to get to know you. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.